I'm Joyce, the pack leader here at 99 Walks, and each week I have the unique pleasure of walking and talking with an incredible person who shares their tactical tips, advice, and a bit of their personal journey in this unique format. No, it's not a super polished, professionally produced podcast. It's just a conversation between two people while they are walking that you get to be a part of. So lace up your sneakers and head out the door with us. Hey everyone, Joyce here, welcoming you to today's Walk and Talk, and I am incredibly excited to welcome Sheila Thielen to our Walk and Talk today. Sheila is the president and owner and creator of Vestibular Training Services. She is a national, international, and master figure skating coach. She's a worldwide presenter, and we are going to talk all about the incredibly important work that she is doing to make the world a safer place. So, Sheila, welcome, and thank you for taking the time for us today. Oh, thanks for having me. How exciting. Thank you. Okay, so let's start with the very, very basics. What the heck is our vestibular system? We all have one. What is it? What does it do? And what happens to it as we age? So your vestibular system is right behind like your eardrums. It's like right inside. It's just like right inside your ears. And it's part of our whole balance system. And it's basically how your eyes and ears process back into your brain. And with it, it when it's working great, you don't even notice it. But when it's not working great, <laughs> it's a disaster, like an absolute disaster when it's not working correctly. And the crazy part is it changes as we age, of course. And the obvious ones, I always love to bring up the Disney spinning teacups. <laughs> That was a great example of, oh my God, my vestibular is going nuts. I can't handle this, you know, where you could have handled it just fine as a child, but as even a 25 year old, (laughs) wow, I can't handle that. You know, it's just too, it's just too much for my vestibular and it can ruin your day. There's, there's that vertigo and that vomiting and that motion sickness. It's all tied to that vestibular system. So for me, it's so funny you say you bring up the teacups because it wasn't the Disney teacups for me. It was, you know, the swings at carnivals where <laughs> you're in a swing and they spin you and then the swing goes out wider and wider. I mm-hmm. loved those swings. And when sure. I was, I don't know, maybe in my 40s, I took my kids to a carnival and I got on the swings and it was terrible. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, what, what has happened? I think because for many of us, as we go through our day to day, we don't realize that our vestibular system is, uh, I don't want to use the word deteriorating, but deteriorating because <laughs> we can still, <laughs> you know, stand upright and walk down the street and navigate a curb. Uh, but it starts to deteriorate, I think, way earlier than most of us realize. Yeah, about 25. It's shocking. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. But here's the thing. What I learned from you, which is so incredibly helpful and encouraging, 
is this is a system that we can train and improve, even though we all neglect it and take it for granted. Exactly. And that's where the sports world comes into play. And that's and where that's, I come from. Mm-hmm. That's exactly where I was going to go, which is let's go back in time uh, and share a little bit of how in the world you got involved in this work in the first place. Right. So I'm, I'm a sports coach. I am a master figure skating coach. I've been doing this for like oh, 30 years. Oh, my goodness. Probably longer. And I've worked with about a half a million kids worldwide. But um, over the years, I came up with tons of training gear, a company called Champion Cords for alignment and positioning. But then I came up with this harness company of spinning kids up into the air, obviously really sports figure skating related. The gear looks very figure skating, turny, spinny, up into the air type look. So it looks really sports related. But we started applying it to more and more people as we started to see the benefits beyond figure skating. Uh, Our athletes, if you really look at a figure skater and, and if you ignore the pretty dress and the pretty music and the choreography and you really look at what those athletes can do, Standing on that teeny weeny blade, it's shocking to see them not only in their athletic ability, but ready, their academic ability. And that's where we started to really put this all together. That the running joke in the sport is there's no such thing as a dumb figure skater. You know? <laughs> they're all they're all wicked smart, you know, like super, super smart in almost an unnatural way. Um, I actually have three kids right now that I work with that are doing college trig at the University of Minnesota <laughs> as eighth graders. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, that's that's unnatural. You know, <laughs> why would you do that? You know, <laughs> why would you choose to do? It? Even if why, you could, why would you? Why would you? Take that class, kid. Do better. Do 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 less. <laughs> you know. So, you know, in a world of kids, do more. You know, we're like, can you do a little less? You know. So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so we just started putting this together and you'll laugh. I expanded the company. So it's really not a startup. I've been doing this for 28 years. You know, it's not a startup. It's just an expansion. And we expanded in 2020. <laughs> Great timing. Oh, good job. You know, <laughs> terrible idea. Terrible idea. We did it anyway. And we expanded our company in 2020 into the general public. And it's just been a um, an incredible adventure and all the fun and amazing people and groups we've been able to work with. Well, let me, let me slow the story down for a moment because working with figure skaters, obviously one of the things that they need to be really, really good at is spinning really fast. If everybody can picture uh, a figure skater jumping, spinning, the more rotations, the more points. So spin fast, land, and balance. Okay, so it seems really obvious that figure skaters would benefit from the best possible balance and recovery from uh, the unbalance that comes from spinning. But Sheila, when was the moment where you were like, oh, wait a minute, regular people can get better at this? Was there a moment or was it kind of an evolution? Ooh, yes, it was an evolution of about 12 years. Of, um, I worked, you know, it took 12 years. Like, it wasn't like I woke up one morning and figured this out. Um, and basically, I'd worked with a group called Grassroots to Champions. And it was this basically, um, it was one of the Olympic coaches, Audrey Wiziger, had this huge company. And we had like 30 world and Olympic coaches that teamed up 
worldwide for conferences and events and seminars and um and so we we had downtime so i sat with basically 30 world and olympic coaches asking and asking questions how come this athlete made it and this one didn't how come this one did well and this one failed hideously how how come that kid we didn't think would get this far and they did you know and so we started talking about success and failures and coaching and how come with the same coach the kids improve differently even with the same equipment and the same lessons and the same coaching how and we really put together it was the neuro training that really separated the success from the failure so not only was it the sports training and the physical training but it was the neuro training and that's how we put this all together it just took us years to do it but we teamed up with pts and ot's and doctors and physical therapists and and that really cemented what we were doing how we were doing it and how it could apply to more people so that's a perfect segue into answering each of those questions what exactly do you do and what exactly are the results of doing what you do? Because what you do, so I, I encourage and we'll include all the show notes uh, and the links, but when you watch the videos of what you do, it's a little wacky. It's life of teacups. <laughs> it's terrifying for some people, yeah. Describe it if you can. Yeah. It's, so basically, it's a spinning platform, and, and there's a couple of options from there, and it can spin very, very slow. Like, I have videos of a lady doing one turn. That's it. That's all she can handle, you know. And then, then there's the extreme videos of these kids that even NASA was like, how'd you do that? Where we literally, the kid is spinning so fast on the platform, and then they're wearing a harness. So the harness works both ways to one help you from not falling off the spinning platter and then it gives us the other option of flying you too it's got a triple pulley it's up on the ceiling so the kids and, and even people after about a month of training are like okay give me the fly option and the kids <laughs> can fly in the air is in the spinning turn and we have videos of kids doing five and a half turns per second and it looks like NASA crazy videos. But the fascinating part in, in the training side of it is as you put the athlete down, the kid looks into the camera with no eye vibration, jiggle, nystagmus, nothing. The kid looks into the camera and goes, I'm not dizzy. And even NASA was like, how'd you do that? Because <laughs> we can train the dizzy out of you. It takes about six and weeks. And by training the dizzy out of you, and therefore, like, it, it, watching the kids, because I've watched some of the kids, like, that's super fun, right? Because it's just <laughs> wacky. But for those of us who are like, wait, if my system is deteriorating at 25, how do I strengthen it? You have the research that shows that this, this protocol actually helps to strengthen or improve your balance. Right. So we put people on a balance mat um, and there's tons of them out there. We use a company called Body Track, and it's B-O-D-I-T-R-A-K. And they're, they, they really sell to a ton of PT companies is how we ended up with them. 
But basically, we do 10 seconds, eyes open, 10 seconds, eyes closed as the pretest. Then we go gently spin, okay? And really, you have to work up to these, these speeds. And that's maybe the gamification of it, but yet the strengthening and the training of it. So it starts slow. Nobody pukes. Nobody, nobody, I don't ruin anyone's day <laughs> by doing too much. I'm very, very gentle how we start. And it almost turned into a game of how little could we do and still see results within the company. So it starts off so gentle, and then we spin gently. It's less than five minutes. It's just three sets. And then from there, we retest the balance again, the 10-second size open, 10-second size close. And the crazy part is just everybody improves. It's, it's fascinating to see. Even we're fascinated to see all these improvements. In that aging population, <laughs> anyone with a brain, it's fascinating. And, uh, you know, you and I didn't speak about this question. Uh, kind of how, do you have any research yet? And I know you just, you're continuing to research and learn and dig into this. Do you have any research yet on how long those benefits last for? So in general, it lasts about three days. So that's where people work with me two, three times a week to begin with. But then it really sticks at the six to eight week mark. Um, some people and then six for how long? Like, is this something we're going to have to? And my guess is yes. Like, it's some, we got to yes. have to keep training the system throughout right. the rest of our lives. Once a month, twice a month. But to be honest, people enjoy it and they feel the results. So I still have people come back once a week and they still enjoy it. You know, it's a it's a it's a fun process once you get good at it. You know. <laughs> Well, and plus you get to hang out with you for a bit, so that's got that's always fun. Oh my gosh, it, yes, we I have some rabid fans, which is in a great <laughs> stalkery way, lovely, you know. <laughs> so, talk to me a little bit because I know you're so passionate about this. Uh, talk to me a little bit about where that passion comes from. I know it comes from the world of sport, right? You want to keep helping your athletes improve, but you've gone so far beyond that in reaching and impacting other people. So where, kind of where does all that, <laughs> yeah. Tell me what's fueling you, you know, share some of the stories. Obsessed, obsessed. Um, I just actually came back from New York and I worked with a huge autism clinic and we put 20 kids with really profound autism on the gear, even children in wheelchairs. Um, we've, got a new rail system that's just coming out and that we were working with the children on. And, and we got children to stand. And when you, children in wheelchairs, I'm not sure people understand, but um, to get them upstanding is so important, not only for their um, circulatory system, which makes sense, you know, to get the blood to pump from your head to your feet um, in a standing position, but their digestive tract. Um, we don't really understand that these children have horrible, horrible digestive tracts. And if you can only imagine sitting your entire life, these, these children will literally go three weeks, four weeks without a bowel movement, you know, without pooping. I mean, how can that feel good? That just has to feel horrible. Yeah, I, I can't imagine going two or three days, much less three weeks, you know. So, so getting these children up and standing and moving and <laughs> adding that vestibular to it is all so rewarding. 
and the children's faces and the smiles and the the change that you can watch is fascinating. So to be able to work with children and to be able to work with post-concussion athletes and uh, Parkinson's and, you know, the aging community and, and to see my mom be able to go on vacation and not fall uh, is, is just, it. my life is so rewarding. I, I have to say, I don't think I've ever been happier in my career or my coaching as, as I am now. Obsessed. Just love this. And this is a question that I'm absolutely certain you don't have an answer to. <laughs> so I put that out before I even ask you. But why are, aren't more people focused on the vestibular system as a critical system to our, our health span and our lifespan? And nobody's working on it but you. I, I know. It, it, we do have a U.S. patent, which shows you we are leading this. <laughs> but you're going you're gonna to laugh. The answer is kind of like we had to learn how to count calories and we had to learn how to count carbs. And it took, it took almost you becoming a diabetic before you learned to count carbs. You know, it's, it's education. And I'm <laughs> running on a solo world of education here. Although... People, especially OTs, occupational therapists and doctors and PTs, really do understand this vestibular system. But I'm the one leading the way in, in the education of even I joke on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get everyone on LinkedIn to figure this out, you know. <laughs> so for so you have this particular system that I know you've patented, which is really cool and looks really, really fun. For people who don't have access to that, um, and we will, of course, again, share how to get in touch with you and actually get the opportunity to uh, in on one of these. Uh, I was going to call it a contraption, but that makes it sound not uh, <laughs> one of these gear like systems. <laughs> we will call it a gear system. I think that's the best. Um, what can like normal people do to try to maintain and strengthen their vestibular system? So we're working on several projects um, around the world uh, to get, of course, the gear out and more available to people in communities. So that process is it, it's going, it's moving. <laughs> I have to be patient, which of course the word I'm totally not. I'm not patient, you know. Uh, although I just read a paper that they basically say it takes 17 years to really bring a, a training product or a medical product forward. And I'm horrified by that because who wants to wait 17 years to get the help that your children need or that your aging parents need? And so, or that, or that all of us need. See, my thing us. is right now, right now I'm 58. Well, I'll be 58 tomorrow, actually. Uh, and I had that experience on the swings about a decade ago. And I was sort of like, oh, I just, I guess I could just never do that again. So I'm all about like, okay, wait, I don't, I want to put a halt to this deterioration. What do I do? Right. And you want to wait 17 years. So I, I'm fighting that all the way across the board. <laughs> I really am teaming up with some of the, the leaders of the country and um, we're going to change that number. It's not for me going to be 17 years, <laughs> hopefully for you either. But we, we really are expanding. And, and the other piece to it too, 
it's just even there's something about it spinning you because like I could spin in my tennis shoes all day long and it feels very different than when I get on the platter and it gently spins me that there's something neurological in that and to be honest I still have to put that together but it's it we are making it more and more available and we're coming to your cities although always come train with me here in Minneapolis you're always welcome <laughs> I appreciate that. But if it's something Hold that up. you say we need to do on a like on a regular basis for it to have an impact, that's right. just not you know not feasible. So spinning You're ourselves. You're not moving to Minneapolis for six weeks. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But spinning ourselves. Yes, that has no 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 impact. No no no. It does it still, help. Oh it, yes yes yes. It still helps. You know. And then, have you ever seen the videos of the whirling dervishes? Have you ever no, seen? I don't think so. Oh, it's it's people in actually beautiful costumes that, you know, one hand's a little higher than the other, and they literally spin for hours. And uh, they really come out of the Middle East. It's called whirling dervishes. And they perform at festivals. and it, But these people live to be 100. Very strong cognitive. I mean, really, they, 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 we joke they live forever. But even the seven Tibetan spinning theories, which is 2,000 years old, is that you put your palms out, you spin in 10 circles three times a day, and you'll live a happy and wonderful life. Ah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but those are the so, early things we put together in the company of that the spinning is really ancient in its concepts. And I just have to add this one really cute story. So one of my little athletes, I met her when she was eight, and she was a cute little girl, not not a rocket scientist. This kid's just cute. She's lovely. And I joke that she's kind of a dingledorf. You know, I love this kid. So she comes to me two years later after years of training with me, and she says to me, I know why this works. I'm like, why? Hit me, honey. You're 10 now. How old? Tell me everything. You're 10. You know. And she goes, everything spins she goes the the universe spins the the earth spins around the sun we're spinning right now on the planet earth and you don't even realize it she goes our blood spins the smallest atom spins everything spins so when we spin we become part of our world Ooh, i like, like it oh honey you're my like linkedin quote of the week you're 10 you know <laughs> Yeah, little genius. <laughs> so Sheila, when yeah. I after you and I spoke several weeks ago, I shared some of this with some women in my world, and the reaction that I get from people is very interesting because the the belief is or the feeling is that feeling of being dizzy, that feeling of being out of control. People hate that feeling, and mm -hmm encouraging people to embrace the idea that it's just it's another way to challenge yourself so i'm talking about i talk to women who are uh fit personal trainers people who are used to challenging themselves physically right like i'm i have no problem going for a run and challenging myself cardiovascularly whatever it is i have no problem walking up a hill and being uncomfortable but there's something about being uncomfortable with your vestibular system, i.e. feeling dizzy, that people are like, oh, no, no, I'm not trying that. 
Is it? <laughs> it's something different, although it's different than a vertigo. So really, um, with my gear, we really, the people that hate me the most, of course, are vertigo people because they're terrified to have another episode. And so with that, it's really, when you do this, and, and I have to say, one thing, we start so gently so that it doesn't feel like vertigo. But weirdly, people die when I say this, but you can feel your brain when you work on the scare. Like, you can feel your brain working. And, and it makes no sense until you try it, and then people are like, yeah, I can feel my brain. <laughs> you, you can feel your brain. It, it, it's so... I'm really careful that it's not an overwhelming sense and it's not something, once again, that makes you vomit, you know, not a tilt-a-whirl. And that's the process of just slowly building that up and training it in, in a really not scary way. I mean, my goal is not to scare people and overwhelm them and, and I'm really, really careful with that. And oddly, that's the part that was the hardest to train the trainers especially in the sports world. I worked with pro motocross and those guys, when I got there, I'm like, well, show me what you're doing with the gear first. And they were trying to spin each other off and make them fly off the gear. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what? Pro motocross? No, 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 no. This is, you start slow and work your way up to these speeds. You don't start at a hundred and launch Steve off the gear. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> So that's been the process of like trying to get people to move forward slowly, not in an overwhelming sense, so that they can train that vestibular and not vomit. Right, but my my point is a little bit uh, more general than that, which is 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 there value in encouraging people to embrace a little bit of discomfort in training their vestibular system, right? I, again, like I'm going back to people who don't have access to you in Minneapolis. Uh, I, I would love for people to take away from our conversation the, the understanding that this is something that they should be focusing on and addressing in their own lives, even if they can't yet get to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and um, as children, think of how children get onto couches. They flip, they roll, they jump, they dive. Mm. <laughs> All those things that you tell them to stop doing, you know. <laughs> tell them to stop still. and we should all start. Exactly. So don't, don't sit still. Keep especially your head moving. You know, I talk about how gently we, we all sit down, much less plop down as we age. And that's all the pieces that need to be fought. You need to keep that head moving. And actually, there's some really, there's some really odd, interesting papers on this lately, is kids that are toe walkers were really unusual. Those children that just bounced on their toes all the time and didn't put their heels down um, were unusual. But then when COVID hit and all these children stopped moving their heads and playing and running and flipping around and sensory rooms and staying moving there's a whole <laughs> hundreds of thousands of children now are toe walkers they've de-evolved because they could walk correctly and now they can't walk correctly because their head stayed still in a developing vestibular system so mm. staying moving flipping twisting turning 
anything, you know, swinging your head from left to right like a giraffe. All of that is part of your vestibular. And to keep that moving is, is, is what keeps us, keeps training that vestibular, whether it's with my gear or just moving your head. So even like as I'm talking on the phone right now and turning my head left to right and moving my eyes with it is all training that and keeping that system active so that it doesn't age. It's so, when I really stop and think about it, because I'm pretty fit and pretty active, I walk a lot, I do a lot. And the truth is, my vestibular system, I think kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a muscle. It has to be worked, just like those leg muscles. You know? <laughs> just like your feet. Oh. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's trainable. It's, it's moving your head when you're walking, you know, looking up, looking down, moving left, moving right, turning even as you're walking. You can add a skip and to it, you know. And I don't know that you know the answer to this question yet either, uh, again, because so much of this research is evolving so rapidly, but what is it exactly we're training? So your vestibular system, as I understand it, is a whole combination of little hairs in your ears and fluid in your ears and how it all works with your brain. Like, when we're tra what are we training? Are we training our brains? Are we training our inner ears? What the heck are we training? We're training that inner ear. So there's on the inside are three semicircular canals. And if you want to think of it as horizontal, vertical, and yaw, like head movement, okay? Mm. It, it, it's your whole balance system. So it sounds weird, but your inner ears move your eyes that moves your body mm. is the best way to describe it, you know? And that's how like an occupational therapist will describe it is that, you know, that, that inner ear and if you use the example of if you have an ear infection and your balance is off, but vestibular is tied to like 20 major functions. One of them, oddly, is abstract thinking, which mm -hmm. I find fascinating. Okay, but okay. Mm -hmm. But the three <laughs> big ones that everyone talks about in vestibular is balance, cognitive processing, and non-spatial disorientation. And And that's that's all of our lives, whether that's the military and aviators. Um, if you had a hard time watching Top Gun as they flip the plane, you know, <laughs> that's part of your vestibular is even just watching that or omni theater movies, you know, as the plane moves and shifts. It's the information that's feeding back to your brain that even though you're not shifting, your vision is shifting and that is affecting your balance and your tummy and your nausea all of that is tied together and if we stop for a minute and think about that now I'm off on a huge tangent but you you sent me there so <laughs> I blame you Sheila uh, <laughs> when you stop and think about which I just did for the first time watching that kind of experience in a theater when you're not moving at all but you feel your whole balance shifting you're right. Somehow what you are seeing is connecting directly to your inner ear and talking to your brain around your, it's like, I guess what I'm saying is that those things are tricking your vestibular system, even though you're not moving. Exactly. Exactly. But that's where your eyes and ears, that information is the first line of information into your brain. 
when and you speak when it to doesn't people, connect when it's not when it's not right but that's part of where you get motion sick you know is the information isn't jiving in your brain and that's where you get motion sick when you spin people eyes open closed or both uh open and it's just a straight gaze forward and the room just kind of spins around you mm -hmm. every once in a while especially when it's really slow i'll have people move their heads more and spot a little more but in general they just put their eyes straight and it just starts turning and it's 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 fun you know, people talk about like, well, that was fun. <laughs> you know, it's fun. It's it's it is a Disney World ride, and it's not painful, and it's and your brain is super entertained by it. One of my favorite um uh, gentlemen is got a twelve year he's he had a, he was hit on his motorcycle twelve years ago by a postal truck, and still has a significant traumatic brain injury. Like his right side's still pretty paralyzed, and you know he drags one side, and he really struggles and talks about when he worked with me it was the most fun he'd had in 12 years oh <laughs> okay great yay you know <laughs> when can we work again you know like so fun but you know it's it's those little things and the other little piece that the military is fascinated in is the concept of you having control in the chaos because really as you're spinning there's so much chaos going on around you that you do kind of find a zen in that chaos. And it it really, you can feel it. You can feel it apply to your life. And afterwards, people always talk about they, they get the best night's sleep of their lives because their vestibular has calmed down. And that's allowing them to, to relax. So this is... This is where it all teams up with all of our own mental health and getting that vestibular and our balance to work better to allow our brains to process almost like an app. If, if you're struggling to balance on every at 80% of your brain's capacity, how much other apps can really run versus that oh, balance being really, really good. Mm -hmm. With oh, the balance being really, really good. Right. Because you're using, so if you're, if your balance, if your vestibular system is stronger and your balance is inherently better, it frees up your bandwidth for other things. Exactly. That's sort of what exactly. you're saying. Yeah. Exactly. But that's where like children can go. Why can their brains learn so much more than our older brain? Much less the neuroplasticity of a brain injury that can still be corrected and improved. And right. my, my, my client with the brain injury that I just talked about, he left with better balance with his eyes closed that day than when he came in with his eyes open. It's, really? it's, it's stunning. It's stunning. It's, but like that, it's such a, a new world of, of brain training. And thank you for doing this work. Sheila, we will share all the show notes, but if people want to find you out in the world of the interwebs or connect with you to come on out and be fun by you where are the best places to find you the easiest place is the website you know so um you're gonna laugh so the original website was vestibulartrainingservices.com but nobody could spell it so now we have a <laughs> secondary website <laughs> which is just spinyourbrain.com <laughs> I love yeah. it. 
Yeah, All we had, right. to, well, we had to go easier there. So, and of course, LinkedIn. Thanks. Just track me down on LinkedIn. I'm there. Which I think is where we connected in the first place. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you again so much. I am going to go to the park and hop on that spinny thing that's at the park. Uh, and one day I'm going to come to Minneapolis and let you spin me properly. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. And and we'll be coming to you soon. Like, like to be honest, like there's several huge projects in the mix right now. And it's just my patience of getting through them. So, <laughs> so many yeah, meetings. We'll get there. Oh. We'll all get there. All right. Good <laughs> luck. And please, please stay in touch. I can't wait. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for today's Walk and Talk. Catch new episodes featuring inspiring guests every week and all the places podcasts live. Until then, I wish you happy trails.